RJ Baxter with realestatetalknenver.com and thank you for joining us today. We're here today with Seema Patel and Lisa Mitchell from WFG Title, which is one of the largest, if not the largest, title companies in the country. Is that right, Seema? We're the sixth largest. Sixth um, largest. Yeah, so. sixth largest and a direct underwriter, um, which is really, okay. I think is really important um, to look for in a title company. And for fastest sure. growing though. And we are now fastest in growing. 48 okay. states uh, now that we've entered Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, Exciting. awesome. Well, Seema and Lisa are joining us today to talk a little bit more about what a title company does, why title companies are involved in real estate transactions in Colorado, because there's a lot of confusion about that, I think, sometimes with home buyers, especially on the first time people buy a house. Mm -hmm. They're wondering, you know, what is this title company? Why do I have to have a title company? Mm -hmm. What do they do? How does the process work? So yeah. um, Seema and Lisa are going to talk a little bit more about that. and. Lisa's one of our closers. We use WFG quite a bit for refinance transactions and they do an incredible job. Lisa's involved with those closings yeah, and you. we love working with them and they've been, both Seema and Lisa have been in the title business for a long time. Yeah. So we're <laughs> definite yeah. experts in the field and that's why I thought they would be great uh, people to have on the podcast today to talk a little bit more about this. So uh, Lisa, tell us a little bit more about what, so what is a title company? Why would we want to have right. a title company involved? So, um, title company, we actually work in two capacities. One is we research the title. We have a title commitment and a title plant that researches the title to see, um, mm. you know, what is outstanding, um, if there's any liens, encumbrances, encroachments, um, things along those lines. Um, and, okay. and we're going to provide an insurance policy. Um, to both the buyer and the lender um, for that for that property. Okay. Um, but then the other aspect of it is uh, the part that I do, which is I act as an escrow officer or settlement mm -hmm. agent. Mm -hmm. And um, for, by doing that, I make sure that we have met all the requirements necessary for closing. Um, so I'm clearing those payoffs. We're calling on water and sewer, homeowners association dues, if there are judgments, liens, anything along those lines. We are working to clear those things. And then we are preparing the documents. and. Uh, we are the company that you're actually going to come to to conduct the closing and sign all of your final paperwork. Hmm. So it sounds like you do a lot behind the scenes. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And uh, it's important, um, you know, because real estate transactions are such a complex, um, you know, transaction. There's a lot going on. It, it's important that you do have a good team behind you. You want to make sure that you have a excellent lender, you know, you mm -hmm. have your mm -hmm. real estate agent who is on top of everything and you have a good escrow officer title company that's making sure that everything's staying on task and we're keeping things mm -hmm. going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you, you mentioned the insurance policy, so that's mm -hmm. title insurance you're talking about, right? Title insurance, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what is title insurance and why would someone want title insurance? Title insurance um, is it's uh, there's title insurance for both the owner of the property, the buyer, and then there's okay. going to be title insurance um, for the lender. And um, okay. so title insurance is going to um, protect the owner of the property, the buyer, from any unforeseen things that could come up. Um, so if there was any um, any judgments, uh, bankruptcies that did not come up at that time, mechanics liens, mm -hmm. the payoff that got missed. Um, if somebody, if there was undisclosed errors on a property and somebody did have a right to, to the property, um, we will be covering and ensuring that you have property free okay. and clear from any of those items. 
Okay. And then the lender wants to make sure that they, um, you know, have that policy in place because they want their loan, their lien, to be uh, the priority lien on the transaction. Right. Well, in fact, the lender requires it's title insurance, actually. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but but a lot of people wonder about that. They think, mm-hmm. well, I have homeowners insurance. I don't need title insurance. But yeah, they're so. they're two things entirely, and. Yeah. Um, so we are um, ensuring what happened in the past to the property, so from the date that you closed mm-hmm. um, backward. But um, other policies for like um, your uh, homeowner's insurance, your medical insurance, those things are going to protect you against future things. So we're not protecting against anything that could come up in the future. It's going to be anything that's already impacted that property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, very important. And we've had people that have actually had claims where things came up that weren't anticipated maybe before closing. Right. Um, so it was very valuable to have that policy because then they were able to combat those things like mechanics liens, for example. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's an, something you don't think about until there is an issue and then, you know, yeah. you want it. <laughs> totally, yeah. Absolutely. And, and if you're listening out there, um, thinking about buying a house, if you bought a house, don't, don't panic because it's, I mean, like 0.001% or something. I mean, it's just a couple times I've been doing this 17 years. I think only maybe one or two times this has happened. But, um, you know, insurance is something you pay for and you don't want to ever have to use it. But if if you need to use it, it's good to have. Well, you certainly wouldn't want to take your, you know, just somebody's word for it. So somebody who's going to sell you their home, you wouldn't just want to say, oh, we're good, right? You know, you want to make sure that somebody else is out there doing the due diligence and doing the research. Yeah. Well, it's not that you don't trust the seller. It's just that something they may not even anticipate might come up. Absolutely. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yep. So, um, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, so tell us a little bit more. People wonder how the process works from the title company's perspective. So what can home buyers expect as they're working through things? What, is, what does the title company do during, what, what are some of the steps the title company takes during the yeah, process? So there's a lot going on, um, you know, and typically from the time you go under contract until closing date, it's about six weeks, um, mm-hmm. that give or take. But um, lots going on at that time. So, you know, we receive that contract and we begin that title search right away um, to see what's going to need to be done to get you to the closing table. And so, as I said, you know, we're clearing requirements, making sure mortgage payoffs have been taken care of, um, you know, calling the HOA. We are uh, getting things over to the lender to make sure that they have what their requirements are. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's contract deadlines going on during that time. So your agent's probably going to be having an inspection, you know, scheduled for you, an appraisal mm-hmm. scheduled. So lots of things going on during that time. Um, you will have your earnest money that's going to need to be dropped off at the title company. So a lot of contract deadlines going on. And so, you know, there will be your agent and your lenders keeping on task as well as us as escrow officers, but there's yeah. a lot going on during that time. So, so you mentioned earnest money. Mm-hmm. So that's something that people wonder about is, you know, this earnest money. What is, what is earnest money? Yeah, so that's your good faith deposit saying that you do intend to close that transaction. So, you know, it's kind of your seller um, knowing that you're serious about closing uh-huh. on the transaction. Um, it does apply towards your down payment, so it works into the settlement mm-hmm. statement. So mm-hmm. it's not just extra money that you're throwing in there. but. It, it works into your final settlement statement. Um, so we are holding those earnest money funds um, on because we are a neutral person to the transaction. So we're kind mm-hmm. of holding on to that for buyers, sellers, and agents to, um, and because we're the settlement agents, so we're going to be holding on to those sure. funds and the money sure. out of that. So you hold it in escrow, that way mm-hmm. the money's not 
in the hands of the real estate agent, for example, or the lender. Yeah, right. right. Because we're, so we're really not advocating for the buyer or the seller, you know, our agents. We are just a neutral settlement agent. Yeah. We hold it in our escrow account. Yeah. So yeah. that and that's where all the all the funds filter through like when mm -hmm. the closing actually happens, the wire from the lender, the Correct. the money for your down payment and closing costs. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the lender sends us their money, uh, buyers are going to send us their money, and then um, we disperse all the funds. In the mm -hmm. transaction so it's not coming directly from the seller or the buyer to you know the seller or the buyer it's coming from the settlement agent and the title company yeah yeah and that's to protect all the parties so that then someone doesn't tamper with the money or yeah. or take it yeah and you know one of the things that um, is such a hot topic right now is wire fraud yeah I was and so ask about that yeah actually. so it's a really good thing to kind of mention at this point is that mm -hmm. um, if you were to send a wire to your title company, you want to always make sure that you get that, uh, you contact your escrow officer directly. Uh, please do not ever accept a forwarded email um, uh, from anybody saying, here's your wiring instructions, and call to confirm those because um, there's been people that have lost significant amounts of money from the wire fraud that's been mm -hmm. going on. Well, and I've heard that people can get the information on your transaction before you actually close, mm -hmm. and then they can pull your yeah. info and somehow get you fake wiring instructions that yeah, way. It's gotten really sophisticated. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's it legitimate, looks but it's not. Legitimate, yeah. And keep in mind your wiring instructions shouldn't change. Yeah. And if, and if they do change, for, if you get a notice saying that it's changed from its original, um, then contact your closer, Lisa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very important. Yeah. Or, or the lender can also verify that it's legitimate. Mm -hmm. exactly. So just be careful because we've heard stories. Luckily, we haven't had it happen in, in our office, but we've heard people lose their entire down payment and then they can't even buy a house. They have to start over right. and kind of regroup because yeah. once that money's wired, it's gone. It so yeah. uh, very important. And so we do want that transparency with our, um, you know, buyers and sellers now to, so that they know who is their settlement agent because it is an, an important thing that they know um, mm -hmm. who they're working with and who they are sending their money to. For sure. Things. Yeah. For sure. So what can people expect then when they go to the actual closing? How does the process work once they get to the closing table? So once you've gotten, you know, we've there's been all these dates, these deadlines, and so much going on with all of that. Uh, and... That can be intimidating and there's a lot going on, but you know, you finally get to the closing table and I honestly feel like that's the fun part of the, the transaction because everybody's kind of more relaxed. Maybe there's been a lot going on in the transaction and everything, but once you get to the closing table, um, I get to meet you face to face and I'll offer you some refreshments and we'll have lots of pins and a nice big stack of paper for you to sign. Um, but you know, you guys, and it can seem intimidating, but really all the hard work's been done at this point. So mm -hmm. you can, um, you know, we'll go through all of those papers. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of these things you probably have already seen, buyers have seen when mm -hmm. they did the initial loan application too. Yeah, a, lo a lot of it mirrors what mm -hmm. we first disclose when we start the transaction. Right. What, what the lender discloses. Yeah. So. so um, yeah, and you know, I'm always happy to send uh, buyers their copies of the closing documents ahead of time too. So if they mm -hmm. want to see those, certainly ask for them and you know, you get those ahead of time so you can review them. Yeah. And have that comfort level. And then this is something else I thought I'd mention too is so people sign the, the paperwork mm -hmm. and then the money's dispersed and all that paperwork is stuff that we have on record that they can get access to. Mm -hmm. So homeowners will get a lot of offers after closing for you know, send us 75 bucks and we'll send you a copy of your deed. 
things like that. And right, you shouldn't have to send anybody money for those yeah. things. Yes. Yeah, the, um, it's not it's not um, fraudulent. You know, it's it's a legitimate request when these the, those things are mailed out because they are offering that service. But we have those things on record. You have these things, you know, lenders have the things on record. Yes. The real estate agents have these things on record. But really your title company has all of those recorded documents and, you know, as part of what you paid for your closing service, you get those documents with that. So you don't mm -hmm. have to pay anything extra post-closing for that. Mm -hmm. so. so so one thing I wanted to touch on real quick, just being a lender from the lender's perspective is th there's some, some timing things that are important on the transaction leading up to closing. And the most important one is a document called the closing disclosure. Mm -hmm. And what the closing disclosure is, is a, it's a document that details all the, the costs and fees, the bottom line that you have to bring to closing. Mm -hmm. And what's the rule on that, on as far as closing, um, when you need to receive that? They need to receive that three days prior to, three business days prior to their actual closing date. Right. So, um, and that means that they have to acknowledge that they've received it too, as you know. Yeah. So, um, if, if they have not received that closing disclosure and it's not, you know, been acknowledged, then the closing would get pushed out. Yep. Because it, it's a requirement now that they have that three days. Yeah. So, so one important reason on to have a lender that's uh, on point on that mm -hmm. and gets it out in time. Right. Uh, because if the lender doesn't get it out in time, unfortunately, your closing will be delayed. So. Right. So that's, yeah, like I said, you just want to make sure you have um, somebody in your corner who's staying on task with all of those things mm -hmm. and um, making sure that you're, we're all turning in our, our paperwork on time. You yeah. know, title company and buyers, sellers, there's just so many, you know, pieces to that. that we, mm -hmm. Honestly, you have, I think, you know, really good at making those dates. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so, so uh, folks go to the closing table the money's in the escrow account. Mm -hmm. They sign all the documents. Um, they have their refreshments. And they have their refreshments. <laughs> and then they get the keys, right? So yeah, Colorado is one of the few states um, that is a table funding state. And so what that uh -huh. means is that once everybody signed all of their documents and um, all the monies have been receded in, we are clear to fund and disperse and the buyers can go and enjoy their new home. You know, depending upon when the contract says that they get to possess, but yeah, so they don't have to wait for anything else. We are done. Mm -hmm. Congratulations! Yeah, and, and it's it's nice that way because you can get that gratification of getting the keys right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, we're licensed in California, mm -hmm. and in California, you sign, and then the next day they record the deed, and then you get the keys the next day. Yeah. So yeah. we don't have to wait to record. We just you yeah. know, uh, once everything's signed and the ink is dry and the money's in, we're good. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks for um, sharing all that information because mm -hmm. it's really, it's it's kind of a, I don't want to say unknown, but not very well understood role in the real estate process, what the title company does. So, yeah. <laughs> I was just um, thinking about, um, you know, when my kids were smaller, they would always ask me what I did, you know, for a living and trying to explain it to them. Yeah. Oftentimes they would get confused. So hopefully we were able to shed some light on on this yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. But so important what you guys do. Yes, so, yeah. Um, you know, we sure appreciate having a, a solid partner in, in that yeah. aspect, so. Um, well, awesome, well thank you again. And we like to end every podcast episode with three questions to all of our guests. So oh. I'll let both of you share. You can start. Um, <laughs> the first is, um, what is your favorite place to go to in Colorado? Favorite place to go to in Colorado would be Telluride. It's my favorite ah, mountain yes. town. 
I love Telluride too. Every year. <laughs> have you ever gone to Eure um, uh, during the summer? I have not. So they have a great Fourth of July thing that they do with the, you know, the fire engine with the hose. They have a hose fire yeah. engine hose fight. Yeah. Um, that they do in the the town, the middle of town there, and how fun! It's a really fun place to be at the Fourth of July. Oh, so. I love there. that area too. Put that on the list for next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Um, you know, that is, I was thinking about that. That's a really hard one because there's, Colorado's got so many wonderful places. And so I think I'm going to be kind of lame and say probably my neighborhood. You know, I, I live um, in the Lakewood Green Mountain area and I love it out, you know, here. So I think probably my neighborhood coming home to that. But yeah. so there's lots of good places in Colorado. It's hard to pick one. That's How about you? That's for sure. Yeah. I'm, well, we're Winter Park people, uh -huh. so we love going up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, both for skiing in the summer for the mountain biking. But I'm from Iowa originally, so for me, I'm the same. It's just anywhere here is awesome yeah, <laughs> compared yeah. to, no offense to those of you in Iowa that are listening. But <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa's great in its own right. But but I love yeah. Colorado. Colorado's got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about a, a book that you'd recommend or a favorite book? So it's been a while since I read it, but Happiness Advantage by Sean Archer. Um, I've heard of that one. It's yeah. a really good one. If you just want a little pick-me-up and just if you're in a little bit of a funk, yeah. Stick that out if you have uh, the ability to do audio in your car as you're driving around, which mm -hmm. is what I do now. I originally read the book, but mm -hmm. now it's just an audio in my car for when yeah. I need a little pickup. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, I just read probably about a month ago, um, Weathering Heights, and that was, um, huh. you know, it's a classic, and I kind of was expecting it maybe to not be as interesting as it was, but I loved it. I loved it, so I would recommend that one. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And then here's the final question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, gosh, there's so many. <laughs> you know, I don't know if this would be a superpower, but I would love to be able to travel back in time. Mm. You know, and Not forward? Mm, well, I could actually, it could go both ways, backwards okay. or forwards. Okay. I don't know, sometimes like when you're watching a movie or something, wish I was around during that time just yeah you know it'd be fun to be able to spy on you know previous times and how, yeah. how it was and yeah yeah cool that's, that's what I'd love mm -hmm. I would want to be able to teleport so I would never be late to work <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> and not have to deal with the traffic, traffic so yeah. because even though Colorado's wonderful we do have a lot of traffic yeah right <laughs> yeah. Okay, that so. would be a good one. <laughs> Sign sure. me up for that superpower, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again, guys, for being on the show. Um, Thank you, RJ. Again, that was just uh, really great information for our audience and people thinking about buying a house and yeah. maybe wondering about what a title company is or what title insurance is, what you know, how this this thing works from your perspective. So, you know, thank you again. Thank well, you. Thank you. thank you for having us. Yeah. You're welcome. And once again, my name is RJ Baxter with RealEstateTalkDenver.com. Appreciate you guys. Uh, listening in today and you guys have a great rest of your day.